This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, August 5th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning, I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Lawmakers Ready 2022 Disaster Package. Dems Reach Agreement on Climate Package. Lawmakers look to move a new round of disaster aid. Lawmakers are getting the ball rolling on another round of disaster assistance, even as much of the West and the Plains states are baking in drought. Representative Mike Thompson of California and more than 20 colleagues have introduced legislation to make 2022 losses eligible for USDA's emergency relief program. USDA created ERP after Congress included $10 billion at a government funding bill last September to cover 2020 and 2021 losses. The new bill doesn't specify a dollar amount. We're looking at any legislative vehicle that could contain this bill and pass, and the appropriations process is as good a candidate again, said Thompson. I am committed to reauthorizing this program for hard-hit growers. Thompson and Representative Dan Newhouse of Washington have asked USDA to say how much money it has on hand for disaster aid and how big the 2022 losses are likely to be. Now, when the Senate, the top Republican on the Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee, John Hoven of North Dakota, is monitoring the situation, according to his staff. USDA is more more than $6 billion in ERA payments so far on some 255,000 applications. That's according to the Farm Service Agency. Associate FSA Administrator Steve Peterson told sugar industry representatives this week that drought is the number one cause of loss this year. According to this week's drought monitor, drought conditions have expanded in parts of the Central Plains in Texas and the upper Midwest due to dry weather. Dems went over Semina and clear a path for climate funding. Senate Majority Leader Charles Schumer announced last night that Democrats had reached an agreement to pass their historic climate funding package. He said a new version of the bill, known as the Inflation Reduction Act, would be introduced on Saturday. The Senate is scheduled to vote to bring up the bill for a debate on Saturday afternoon. The agreement preserves the major components of the Inflation Reduction Act, including reducing prescription drug costs, fighting climate change, closing tax loopholes exploited by big corporations and the wealthy, and reducing the deficit by $300 billion, Schumer said in a statement. The last Democratic holdout, our Arizona Senator Kirsten Semina, said in a statement that she had cut a deal to remove a carried interest tax provision. The bill, dubbed the Inflation Reduction Act, includes $20 billion in funding for climate-related agriculture practices, plus tax incentives and infrastructure funding for biofuels. Senators clash over funding impact. The top Republican of the Senate Ag Committee, John Bozeman of Arkansas, went to the Senate floor yesterday with his argument that using the reconciliation bill to fund conservation programs could make it harder to pass future farm bills. Bozeman said, if they go down this road, we very well might be looking at reconciliation as the only way the future farm bills are actually written. But Ag Committee member Tina Smith, a Minnesota Democrat, says in an interview for AgriPulse Newsmakers that the conservation money that's in the IRA should make it easier to pass the farm bill in the next Congress. 
That's because a significant funding need will have already been met, she said. When we put together the farm bill, we're always sort of limited. We always have a hard time growing the pie. That's why this is going to make it easier for us to come up with solutions that might have good bipartisan support, Smith said. Newsmakers will be available later today at agripulse.com. Senate resolution would nullify Biden's NEPA changes. In a largely symbolic vote, the Senate has formally disapproved of the Biden administration's changes the way the National Environmental Policy Act is implemented. The Biden action scrapped a large portion of changes the Trump administration had made to speed the review of major energy and other projects. 49 Republicans and Senator Joe Manchin, the West Virginia Democrat, voted for a measure that would repeal the Biden action, but the measure has little chance of passing the Democratic-controlled House. It is critical for the administration to reinstitute these necessary NEPA reforms to speed up the approval process for much-needed infrastructure projects. Richard Gupton, Senior Vice President of Public Policy and Council for the Agriculture Retailers Association, said. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Located in Washington, D.C., Watkinson Miller has been providing legal services to the agriculture industry for more than 30 years. The attorneys at Watkinson Miller possess a unique combination of knowledge, skills, and experience working with commodity boards and their partner organizations and the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Watkinson Miller is proud to serve the agriculture community by delivering top-quality legal services that achieve cost-effective results. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Glyphosate demand boosts Bayer. The Bayer Group is raising sales growth estimates for its crop science division that based in large part on projected increases in the sales of glyphosate herbicide products. At the end of 2021, Bayer had estimated crop science sales would be up 7% for the year. Now, sales are expected to increase 13% this year. Glyphosate sales representing more than half of that total. Crop Science Division President Rodrigo Santos said yesterday in an earnings call. In the second quarter, crop science sales were up 17.2% to about $6.6 billion over the prior year period. Overall, Bayer Group sales were up 9.6% from the same period in 2021 to 13.1 billion. Earnings per share rose about 20% to 98 cents per share. Litigation? Well, Bayer CEO Werner Baumann continues to express confidence in the company's litigation strategy, which the company estimates could cost as much as $16 billion. Bauman said 108,000 of 141,000 claims have been settled. He noted Bayer had won its last four state court trials over claims that Roundup exposure caused cancer. USTR seeks comments on trade partnership with Kenya. The Office of the U.S. Trade Representative seeking comments on the newly announced U.S.-Kenya Strategic Trade and Investment Partnership as the two governments develop a roadmap for the initial issue to be considered. In a Federal Register notice published today, USTR says it will accept comments until September 16th. 
in the area of agriculture. USTR repeated what it had said when the agreement was announced July 14 that the countries, quote, will consider measures to facilitate agricultural trade and enhance transparency and understanding of the application of science and risk-based sanitary and phytosanitary measures. Kenya is gradually improving the planting of genetically engineered seed, but it has in place a 2012 ban on imports of food and feed produced with the technology AgriPulse reported last month. Well, here's today's She Said It. We should not get in the mindset of thinking that biofuels, ethanol and biodiesel, and advanced biofuels are automatically in competition with electrification. People are going to be directly driving liquid fuel-based vehicles for a long, 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 long time. That the word of Senator Tina Smith, Minnesota Democrat, on AgriPulse Newsmakers. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, August 5th, brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Dowling.